Okay, uh, tonight's shear. <clears throat> tonight's shear is Le'ilu Nishmas Naim Ben Shol, whose yard site is tonight. And it's dedicated by the Hoffman and Zilcha families. And uh, I have a tremendous chus every morning, except for Sunday mornings, me and... Uh, me and Ezra Zilcha and Daniel Bell, we learn Ben Ishchai every morning. And uh, I don't know if you know that the Ben Ishchai gave a shir in the Zilcha Besmedrish. I don't know if it's the same family. But the, the life of the Ben Ishchai continues in, uh, in Ezra and his family, Kahanim Kedoshim. And it should be a schus for his father and for his entire family. Hashem. Also tonight is the grandfather of Simantov Abo Ben Tova. Hashem. The Neshama should have an Aliyah. Okay, tonight's shir is exciting shir. I'm going to try to do my best, Emitz Hashem, to um, to. Uh, say things that are really amazing, truly, truly amazing, and uh, hopefully everybody can stick together with me and pay attention to this. this is, you, gotta, you have to say, as they say in Arabic, the dust halton cup. You know, you have, to, you have to pay attention to what's going on a little bit. It's not an easy, not a simple share, but if we're together, we're going to do it. The first thing I want to say is that it says it from the, from the Choyza of Lublin, that Parsha's boy, this Shabbos, has the same Kedusha as the first days of Pesach. Because on this Shabbos, the Jewish people leave Mitzrayim. Next Shabbos, Parshat B'Shalach, has the same Kedusha as the second days of Yom Tiv. Yisroi has the same Kedusha as Shavuos. Kisisa Chumat is Yom Kippur, Hashanah, and so on and so forth. It happens. So then what's the difference between Yom Tov and these... Uh, so there's a beautiful Sefer, Rabbi Lauer was so kind to give me from his Holy Father, this Be'er uh, Moshe, the Holy Azharov, wrote the Sefer Be'er Moshe. So the Azharov says that the Parsha that we read is on a higher level of Kedusha than the Yom Tov itself. Because the source of the Kedusha of the Yom Tov comes from the Torah. So when we read from the Torah, we are accessing the source of the Yom Tov itself. It's a higher realm than the actual Yom Tov. And he says something beautiful. He quotes a Zoyer. I want to read the Zoyer to you. It is an obligation on every person. To talk in front of Hashem. And to publicize the miracles of Mitzrayim. Begin the Inun Milin Salkin, because these words that person talks about, the miracles of Mitzrayim, they go up to Shamayim. And it says that all of the angels and all the Pamalia Shamala, they listen to the words of the Jews as they talk about the miracles of Mitzrayim. And they all come and listen, and they tell Hashem, come and listen, the Jews are talking about Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. So there's a Mekubo called Ramosha Kordavera. And Ramosha Kordavera explains, this Zoyer, 
says, what does the Zoya mean? He says something amazing. He says that when Jews talk about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, they are able to do the same miracles as Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim itself. By talking about it, by learning the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, a person is able to access those lights, those oiras, that Kedusha of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and bring it down to this world now. Not only in Pesach, but now. That is how the Azharov explains based on the Holy Ramak. That's the introduction to today's Parsha. Now I want to share with you Tvarim Nifloim Admaid. Some of this I heard from Rabbi Lopiansky, some of it I thought of it myself, and I want to share with you. This week's Parsha has three makas. Arbe, Locust, Choyshech, and Makas Bechoyos. Three parshas. Listen carefully. This is going to destroy your socks. People, it's going to blow your socks off, what I'm going to say now. There's a Balaturim. You read the Balaturim, the Balaturim seems innocuous, seems very simple. The Balaturim is in Perik Yud, Pasuk Yudalad, and it says, talking about the Arba, and the Pasuk says, V'yal ha'arba kol Eretz Mitzrayim. And the Arba, the locusts, went in all of Eretz Mitzrayim. V'yonach b'chol gvu Mitzrayim. And it landed, it rested in all the borders of Mitzrayim. Says the Balaturim. V'yonach b'chol gvu Mitzrayim. V'yonach b'yoyim ha'shvi. Melamed shenach ha'arba b'shabbos. The locusts. They would eat, 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 eat. Came Shabbos, jacuzzi. No eating on Shabbos. Yeah? The locusts would go to the Schwitz on Shabbos. Yeah? That's what the locusts do. They, they did not work on Shabbos. Very cute. Very nice. Yeah? But let's think for a moment deeply. We're going to think for a moment deeply. What did the Balaturim teach us now? That... There was something that the Makkah of Arba had to do with the concept of Shabbos. Right? But let's think for a second. Look at when we daven Shmona Esra. When you make Havdalah, Motzei Shabbos, what are the three things, what are the three separations that we make? Ben Yisrael Amim, Ben Kodesh Lechol, Ben... Ben Yom Yemei Ha... Ma'aseh. The three makas, the three last makas, are these three avdalas. Makas choyshech is? Ben choyshech le'or. Right? Ben yoyim ha'shvi l'shesh shemeh ma'aseh is makas arba. And ben kodesh l'chol is makas b'chorus. B'chorus kodesh, anyone else is different. So one second. So the idea of Havdolah, the idea of separation, became a part of these three makas. So how does Parshas Boy and Parshas Va'eris separate? Parshas Va'eris were makas, were genuine makas. But these three makas, they were creating the concept of Havdolah, of separation. Ben Yisrael Amin, Ben Ola Choyshech, Ben Yom Ashvi, One second. What is Havdolah? Where is the concept of making distinction and separation. Where do we mention the concept of Avdalah? Motzai Shabbos. Where do we make Avdalah? 
in the bracha of das. Says the Gemara, why do we mention it there? If a person has no das, he has no way of making a distinction and separation. So it comes out that the three last makas of Yetzirah Mitzrayim is to create the concept of that, das. As like it says in the Kisvei Arizal, that the Golos of Mitzrayim was a Golos of Das. And where was the liberation? Where was the Yetzirah from concept? Was, there was the liberation of Das. So we have to understand, what is Das? There's Chochma, there's Bina, and there's Das. And we see that Das, Da'at, is an ability to do what? To make a distinction and separation. Okay. Are you ready for the next level? Okay. When we say, Atta choinen la'adam das, what does that mean? Atta choinen la'adam da'at. What does it mean? You give with a gift for a person that. Now listen carefully. When on Motzei Shabbat, what do we say? Atta choinantanu lemadat oyatecha. What's the difference? Aren't we repeating the same thing? You just said, and now you're saying, Do you know who asked this question? Everybody. So much so, that in Reif Sidurim, the Girsa is not to say, In Reif Sidurim, the Girsa, the real text, is to say as follows, Right? And, and the next thing is, to, to learn your Torah. And they take out the words of Atachon Anton. The Holy Levush in Simon Reish Sadik Dalad, he has a long piece over here. And he says it's a real problem. He brings five or six questions that we should not say Atachon Anton. And he says, What could I do? My father, listen to how he talks about his father. He says, if it wasn't for my father who said it, I would stop saying in Motzei Shabbos. I would stop saying. It doesn't make sense. You say and then you repeat the same thing. You say And he says, I heard from my Rebbe, Rebbe Avrami Prague, and he was a God Ladar, and he also said So what am I going to do? So the Levush said, I thought about it and I thought about it. He says, V'yagati, and I toiled. V'yanti, and I thought deeply. B'oymek dikduk and he says, Yagati v'matsasi. I found a good reason. Mosek kidvash. I found a reason that's sweeter than honey of why we say the second time, Atachoynantom. What does he say? You have to see this inside. It's mamish, like, I don't know if it's as good as going to the sauna, but it's, 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 it's close, you know? You, know has there, has there, you ever gone to a sauna with a deep plunge afterward? It's like mamish, like this. But this is almost like learning the lavush, you know? Listen to the lavush. Lavush says, every single day when we say, das, what das are we talking about? The Levush says, we're not talking about, we're talking about the knowledge of all humanity. We're praising Hashem and we're thanking Hashem for the fact 
that we have an ability to do what? To put on our shoes and to drive a car and to go to work and to write and to, and to do all kinds of things. That's das. But says the Lavosh that there's a deeper das and that das has nothing to do with the das of Atachayinah. Says the Lavosh the following thing. He says, so according to the Vush, when we daven every day and we say, What are we thanking Hashem for? Stam knowledge, the ability to understand and to discern. But on Matsai Shabbos, when we say, we're talking about a completely different das. So according to the Lavush, there's two levels of das. And I want to explain to you the two levels of das. The Gemara in Bab Metziah talks about a cotton, also in Baba Basra. The Gemara talks about a child. How do you know if a child has an ability to make a Kenyan? He needs to have a certain amount of das. So you give him a stone and you give him a nut. If he throws away the nut and he keeps the stone... He has enough das to be koina. He doesn't have das to be makda, he has enough das to be koina. Why? Because he can make enough of a distinction between a nut and a stone. But listen carefully to what I'm about to tell you. That's not real das. Because what is the distinction that I'm making? A stone has a certain amount of weight and has a certain ability and a knot is different. It has similarities, it has differences. Correct? So let's say I'll give an example. What is different between water and earth? So I say this is wet and this is dry. Is that a separate, is that a distinction? Yes. But what kind of distinction am I making? It's a matter of value. They also have similarities, water and earth, right? They have weight, they have volume, and so on and so forth. Okay? That is world knowledge. But Das Torah, the Das of Torah, is not like that at all. The Das of Torah is a different form of Das. And I'll give you an example. A person looks at two pictures. One picture is beautiful and the other picture is ugly. In reality, that Das, to be able to appreciate beauty, is that this has nothing to do with that. The real concept of Das Torah is to appreciate that this thing which is holy has nothing to do with that which is secular. It's not that this is better and this is worse. This has nothing to do with that. That is Oymek Hadas. The ability to realize, I'll give you an, a, a, an example. But I'll give an example. The, many of the Kadmoinim discuss the concept of like the four levels of the world, right? So then the bottom level is Afar, is earth. And then there's Tzumeach, there's plant life. Then there's Chai, and then there's Medaber. And according to uh, according to the Kuzari, there's also Israel. Okay, so let me ask you. 
Is there any relationship, commonality, between a plant and a stone? There's no connection. It's a completely different realm. Understand? To appreciate the difference between a plant and a stone is das amuko. Now, when we talk about the atachoinantonu of Motsoi Shabbos, that's not to see the difference between a stone and a, and a knot. That's the ability to see Kedusha in the world. That is Havdolah. Real separation is to be able to see that Kedusha has nothing to do with this world. That is Das Oymek. And that's what the Levush is learning. So what happened in this Shabbos, this Pasha's boy, in the Maka of Arba and Choyshek and Maka's Bechoyrois, there was a Havdolo. Ben Yoyim Ashvi Ben Ben And what is that distinction? That Kedusha is a different realm, a different universe, a different reference. It has nothing to do with Chol. It has no connection to it. And that Das is Das of Torah. The Das of Torah is to be able to see the Kedusha inside the world that is completely divest, is completely separate from this world. The, the Kuzari writes that the relationship between a Jew and the nations of the world is the same relationship as an animal and a plant. It's not derisive. It's not to put anybody down, chas v'shalom. But it's the realization that one has nothing to do with the other. The one has nothing to do with the other. This ability to understand and to discern and to understand that, that when we think about a person lives in the world and I live my life and I have like Torah experiences and the Torah experiences are there to enrich my life. This is a detachment from Havdalah, from Das. A person who lives with Das, he lives in a different realm. He lives in a different place. He is Muvdal. He is separate from this world. He lives in this world, but he lives in the realm of Das. How was this created? This was created through the last three Makkas in Parshas Boy. And now I want to tell you something, that if your socks are still attached, this is going to do it. You look at the conversation that Moshe Rabbeinu has with, with uh, Paro. He comes to Marcus Arba, and, and now it's effective, yeah? He says, okay, you can go. Who's going? Who's going? And what, is, what does Moshe Rabbeinu says? say? Men and women and children. And what does Paris say? No. Only men. Next Maka, Maka's Choyshech. Paris says, who's going? Men, women and children, everybody's going. He says, no. Men, women and children can go, but not the animals. The animals stay in Mitzrayim. And by Maka's Choyshech, what does he say? Just go. Everyone go. What's going pa, Let me ask you. Paro, he is the supreme leader of the free world. Right? He just went, as they say in Yiddish, habit al-habit. Yeah? He got patched like in Sat Mechaydeh. 
You know, there was, no, there was nothing coming out of this, you know. He got mamish. He says, okay, you can go, no animals. Are you sick in the head? So what is the thing? Listen to this. This is amazing. When you talk about the concept of a slave, right? What makes a person a slave? Yeah? I tell you what to do. You better do it. Does that make a person a slave? Not necessarily. And I'll tell you why. You're forcing me. You're forcing me. You're forcing me to work. You're forcing me to do things. You're forcing me to pay 39.6% of my tax. Yeah, not you guys, but whatever. (laughs) But the thing is that you're forcing me to pay. That's not, that's, not called, that's not called an Evid. You know what an Evid is? You know what shows an Evid more than anybody else? Mashekana Evid, Kana Rabbi. An Evid has no das. He's so attached to his master that whatever he acquires goes automatically to his master. Why didn't Pyro want the Jewish people to take the animals? Because he says, you're my Evid. It's my animals. It's not yours. Mashakana Evid Kana Rabbi. The whole idea is Para did not want to separate. He did not want to have dollar of the Jewish people from the Egyptian culture. How do you keep somebody as an Evid? You can go, the women can't go. You can go, the animals can't go. You know why? Because the animals are mine. The children and the women are mine because you're my slave. And every Makkah removed another bond, another Kesha, and created a new element of Das, that the Jewish people could liberate themselves and be completely free from the concept of a Meitzar, from limitation and the shackling of this world. And that's what allowed them to be Makabli Atoyer. The Koya Atoyer is the ability for a person, how does somebody know if he's learning Torah? Are you able to see Kedusha? Are you able to remove yourself and elevate yourself? As they say in Lubavitch, a tefach hecher. Could you be one tefach above the ground? Can you separate yourself from this world? If a person, if a Jew does not feel that I am different to the entire universe, he is lacking in the concept of das. He doesn't have full das. If a person doesn't realize that Shabbos it's not another day of the week. It's not a weekend. So in my house, I have a lot of like uh, Meshagasen, yeah? In my house, we don't say Shabbos lunch. Lunch, you eat on Tuesday. You have a Suda Shabbos. Shabbos is not a meal where you have more calories. Shabbos is a different perception of time. You're entering a different perception of time. And as a Jew, I am different to the rest of the world. I have a different task, I have a different goal, I have a different ability. And that's the understanding behind the three makas. That's the idea behind it. All right, I just want to end off in Mitzvah Um I, I was a little bit not, uh, I was a little bit uh, remiss in this idea. There's a, there's a Jew who is uh, going through a very, very hard time. And there's a mitzvah of Pidyon Shvuim. And I want to participate, so I'm going to publicize this idea. Everybody, I think, knows what I'm talking about. The mitzvah Shem. I just want to point that out. But before we leave, I just want to say something. 
And now I'm going to get into trouble, but that's okay. That's my job. We talked about this concept of Havdalah, the idea of attaching oneself to Gdusha. And I want to say a Sharfa thing. I want to say something that might be controversial. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to speak to Achainu Asfardim. It says in Shulchan Aruch, and there is no question about this, that that Chodosh is awesome in Atayra, Afilu Bechutzlaretz, even in Chutzlaretz. And I don't know of another community where there is so much complacency in the issue of Yosham. I want to tell you something. I want that every bakery and every pizza store and every restaurant should only carry Yosham. You know why I want that? Because according to the Shulchan Aruch, there is no space for anything else for Achayinu Asvardim. But you know how to do that? The only way to do that is with Havdalah. How do you do Havdalah? The next time you go into a pizza store, say, I will not eat here, or any restaurant, or any bakery, anywhere. I will not eat here unless you carry Yosham. I'm a Rav of a show, and I can't do it. Because the moment I go to any, ben- any person, what are they going to tell me? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But if as a collective whole, as a community, we say that we demand a higher standard, and we ask that for, for, for us, and you can ask your Rabbanim, don't listen to me. Is there any heter for a Sfardi not to eat Yashon in Chutzla Arts? I'm, I'm, I come from a Chesidisha family. We're Soymach on the Bach. And there's a special place in Gehenim for us. You know? <laughs> but, you, but you, I'm saying, you know, you know I'm saying there's no, you know, so I, this idea is that I know it's controversial, but I'm saying that I'm begging you. I'm coming and I'm pleading as a community, as a people. And if you want to send out this recording, I'll take it on the chin. I'll take it in the face. I don't care. But if we want Havdolah, if we want Lachol, we have to make a stand. And it's a small thing. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not a big deal. But the only way it's going to change is if you walk in the store and say, excuse me, is this Yashan? No. I'm not walking back in here till it is. And if we do it every single person, if every person's makabo, I'm not going to eat in this establishment till you are makbed on Yashan. And that will change everywhere. But that's the only way it's going to change. It's it's not going to come for me screaming and yelling, acting like a fool. It's not going to come. It's not going to work. It's going to come from us, all of us together. Okay. That's called setting fire. (laughs) Okay.